0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain, Ricky Ricardo. The episode uh, last week started perfectly, so let's get this one underway a little more PG-friendly uh welcome everybody to a brand new edition of the swift kicks podcast i'm alex and with me as always are ben and steve before we get started please like and subscribe to this podcast share it with anyone you know who loves beautiful game also check us out at swiftkickspod.com if you want to write for us or provide any other content be happy to have you just go to our contact page at swiftkickspod.com contact in this week's episode another blockbuster premier league weekend man city drop points Arsenal win five in a row, go back into the top four before playing Liverpool this week. Speaking of Liverpool, is it time for them to sell Salah? We'll dive into that. Chelsea may have to drive themselves to games. Everton, they're probably (laughs) going to be relegated in the form that they're going. Ronaldo looks back to his old ways after meeting Tom Brady, and Celtic can win a treble. We're going to talk all about that, but first, you guys, how was... uh, how was everybody's weekend. What do you guys think stood out from the Premier
1: League? Yo, Jurgen Klopp, our favorite Bond villain, is positioned his team right where he wants them to. The <laughs> underdogs to come in and steal the day.
0: He's got the piano wire
1: ready for Man City. <laughs> he <does>. Shut up. <laughs> that goes missing. Uh, Jurgen Klopp is a person of interest. Um, please don't use that as fact. The... <laughs> No, man. Like we gotta, we have a title race on our hands, which is as exciting as it can be. I think Arteta has put himself in a very interesting position. Um, he can go in and ruin the title race this weekend, in my opinion. If Arsenal come in and uh, take three points or even a point uh, from Liverpool this weekend, so super exciting to see how the prem's shaking out. Man United are are in uh, mid mid table turn uh, form. Good God, and uh, Newcastle United are right there with them in middle table form. Newcastle's yeah. proven you can pay to play and uh, invest. It kind of got robbed against Chelsea over the weekend. Kind of. Um, I think we're gonna go over that in a little bit more detail. But yeah, the <laughs> Prem, the Prem is back. And you know what? The best, not the best. You know what sucks is like right when the Prem gets juicy, international break. Uh, <laughs> it's like a Hulu commercial, man. Like you get like, <laughs> just into it from like just into the swing of things, and then boom! Here's a here's a break. Right, Steve. What
0: about you? What stood out? Uh,
2: Monday. Uh, I think it was Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. Uh, convincingly beating United to uh, make it to the semifinals of the Scottish FA Cup, which I think is pretty unprecedented. Uh In terms of prime action, though, yeah, I did see that. Uh, I thought the Ronaldo hat trick was pretty uh, impressive, it, but I mean, the first two, or the second two goals I thought were pretty poor marking, to be honest. I mean, three goals uh, is three goals. It's not Don't good get enough wrong. for you. It's not good <laughs> enough for you, Steve. <laughs> three goals is three goals, but the second two goals I thought was, was pretty poor marking. That first goal was,
1: uh, I think, it just came out of nowhere. I think it took everybody by surprise, to be honest. Was it the goal that broke the record for most goals of all time that wasn't good enough for you, or was it the next one? I think it might have been the next one if I got it. If I got my story straight. Okay. All right. Just yeah. making sure.
2: Um,
0: but the first uh one, how much did that have to do with the ball? We talked about the new ball uh <laughs> last week's episode. Being thirty,
2: thirty percent, thirty percent, thirty percent more accurate. <laughs> that is oh, that was a such snipe. an outlandish number. I just that still boggles my mind that that's in writing. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was definitely a. I mean, forever bending away. Ever since so you slightly can't away give him that much space yeah, yeah. he's great. what was that like 20 that was like what like 25, 25 yeah i was gonna say 25 yeah yeah good strike very good strike yeah
0: um uh, well i think brentford beat uh yeah brentford finally got some points
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: feels like they have been on like a long long slide and this has been something that's coming for them um yeah. And then and City was, drawing was a- against Crystal Palace. That's another one as well.
2: What's uh let me look at the tight what's, what's we looking at points here? It's still four points gap from Game City in and Liverpool. Game in oh, hand.
1: Game that's in a hand. Point.
2: That's a good point. That's a good point. I didn't see that until just now. <clears throat>
1: yeah. Crystal, it's be, palace. Uh, Crystal palace of all teams right. to draw Man City. Patrick eyes. Yeah, right.
0: Right. Yeah. Huh. This is the table right now. We got Man City sitting at 70 points. On top with 29 matches played, Liverpool 28 matches played. That game in hand, all important as they're on 66 points. Uh, theoretically, could pull within one point before that April 10th matchup. I believe it is between Liverpool and Man City. But of course, Arsenal, great run of form lately. Um, Odegaard just kind of looking like classy out on the field, just doing big things. Uh, they could be an upset. <laughs> But I don't know. Liverpool just to me it feels like they have the potential here to to pull off an upset. Something that maybe could go up until like the last game April of the season, 10th. you know. Like if, if Liverpool and City were to draw, I don't really know how that, you know, plays into everybody's cards and everything. So when could do be Liverpool, do Liverpool and City play each other between now and April tenth. 10th. April April 10th. 10th. Yeah. That'll be uh, a middle no nil. <laughs> yeah, that's right,
2: bro. It will. Um, I I don't think City should slip. I don't. I don't think City have showed any signs of slipping up. But they just lost uh, the
1: Crystal Palace.
2: Yeah, but like, true. Like, what else is know. slipping up? Those Small hiccups, man. I don't. I just don't see that. That's. I see that they'll rebound. I, I I think. I I don't think uh, Liverpool might make it close. I mean, we're at four points right now. Yeah, we do have a game in hand. I don't know. We'll see. But I do. If you had to ask me right now. Winning at the end of the season, I do still think th- still think that city
1: is winning. In a game of inches, little slip ups. Oh, another thing over the world. weekend was uh,
2: that that trophy that city's going to be winning at the end of the season. I was uh, this close to touching it.
1: <laughs> Just the tip.
2: Just the tip. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had uh, uh, I had the unexpected uh, opportunity to be within touching distance of the of the Premier League trophy which was crazy which is also which is i found out they don't have replicas of that thing uh
0: or it didn't
1: happen did you have it on the wall already no <laughs> I, was, I had, had, had to figure well, out what my phone this. was at. Alex, yeah. can i ask you a hypothetical question of course if we did like a podcast together and i found myself in your backyard um yeah. and and just perchance didn't tell you yeah um would that be a dick move <laughs> just yes see, just i know. found out
2: i was going to be in your backyard like the day before i was in your backyard you know, you know what the cool thing gonna about be being in my backyard, backyard is, for less steve? than 24 hours the
1: cool thing yeah. about being in my backyard is you're in my effing backyard i just come down the street Oh, well, there's uh steve nice and uh that's the smile of a, a bad friend that's what i'm saying <laughs> That picture will be up on Sufix podcast Twitter
0: uh momentarily. Yeah. Found uh, out believe... that
2: the Premier League trophy is 25 kilos in weight and the base is made Hit me out with of LBs. <laughs> yeah, I, I the, there was like there was like three there was like three caretakers of the trophy with like the like like white pounds. cotton the white cotton uh gloves. Gloves. Yeah. Um 55
0: pounds, 55?
2: 55. 55 pounds. Yeah thing that's wow but the, One, so that so that base that base comes off and that base is malachite which is some semi precious stone from africa um and uh so the lady was saying it's the same the same for the premier league that's the same premier league trophy that they've had since 1992 when the premier league first came out but that's then cool. i don't know if you guys remember um like that font of the premier league right there was yeah. was like that that rebranding happened in like so, 2017 something like that like or like yeah yeah, we're like the lion got an update, the font got an update <laughs> on the back of the jerseys and all that. And I asked her, I was like, "Well, the trophies got that in it, like the 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 trophies got that print on it. That surely wasn't back then in '92." And she goes, "I thought this was interesting. They shaved the trophy down ever so slightly, and then re <laughs> engraved it in with the um, oh wow." So Alex, with the new to, font,
1: to add to the hypothetical story. <laughs> I was in your backyard with the Premier League trophy. <laughs> right. Okay, let me just add that to the story. Right. Michael Carrick. Ker- Michael Carrick was also there. Right. <laughs> right. And this is why we hate Celtic. Like, I'm just <laughs> cancel Steve. Is it full fledged? Yeah,
2: <laughs> it, it was. Uh, yeah. That was. I didn't expect any of that to happen. And oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Still, still salty over here. To um, be
0: fair, I was gonna go see Steve, and then there was three accidents on the West Side Highway. So.
2: So we're uh, all bad friends. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're yeah, yeah we're just not we're willing to take friend. the subway uptown. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. not happening. You don't go past was it 52nd Street? 52nd. Um, Jesus, <laughs> I'm just making things up at this point. Um, yeah. Thanks, Steve. Uh, yeah, cool. You know cool. who's still in the area? Uh, ben and Alex. So uh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you, you ain't escaping that one. Yeah. Um,
0: uh You know who else got a little visit? uh was cristiano ronaldo so we were just talking about his hat yeah. trick but the goat visit what do you mean <laughs> oh tom brady how much of it came down to his little visit from tom brady
1: did that happen pre or post post so uh, tampa, bay post owned, bay. tampa bay own tampa bay own man united like the owners own both clubs oh the, the glazers own both The glazers yeah, <laughs> yeah um tampa bay owns
0: man united is that right is that right or is that wrong am i wrong no the Glazers own both oh
1: okay and uh i think the connection's there And, and no coincidence you know cristiano Ronaldo bangs away a hat trick at 37 years old and then asks tom brady bro so are you finished playing and uh tom brady is like Mm, not sure. And then he comes oh, out of retirement. So no. the glaziers are buttering him up, flying him and his son out to meet Cristiano Ronaldo to break a world record. Um, and not being funny, but it took this picture for me to realize how big Tom Brady is.
2: Yeah, that's what I was that's my I'm looking up right now how tall, how tall is Ronaldo? Because he he's looks gotta be
1: about six foot. I think he's over. Tom Brady's head is giant. Yeah, it's a tall, <laughs> it's a tall head. Tall not he is Ronaldo is six two. Hey, do you you know what I see in this picture though, Alex? I see someone that was in town and made sure to let his friend know he was there.
0: Sent <laughs> him <of> a text. <laughs> yeah, he even you're dropped was, by his work. You're real say, oh, salty no. about this. You're more oh, salty yeah. than I thought you'd be.
1: That's gonna come for weeks. Uh, Brady. Dude, next complaints. time I'm in, I'm in Durham. Don't worry, I'll <laughs> tell you about can it. Can it you pull after.
2: that picture back up by chance, please? No. <laughs> <laughs> It says we Ronaldo it is six
1: Ronaldo is six two.
2: Tom Brady is six four. There's no way there's a two inch discrepancy here. I mean, Brady's probably got heels on.
1: <laughs> it's coming back up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bro, his eyes are down by his mouth. Okay. They make a cute couple. I think, mm-hmm. I think, Tom I think, Brady I think Google's looks like, to me. I think is what's happening here. No, Tom Brady kind of looks like Johnny Bravo.
0: You ever seen those pictures of Ronaldo yeah. when he's like in the back of the team photo and he's on his like his tiptoes?
1: Yeah. I think when they
0: do the official measurements of him, I think that's what he does. He's like, no, 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 no I'm 6'2.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm 6'2, I'm 6'2. That's two. me at the doctors.
0: There's mm-hmm. no way Ronaldo's 6'2. You don't think so? Alex, you're 6'2,
2: ain't you? Like that? I don't I'm
1: think Brady four. knew what to do with his hand.
0: <laughs>
2: he's Tom Brady height over here.
1: Yeah, that I makes am. me not oh height. This is this is a shitty podcast. i do just give <laughs> us one star. Laura, are you six? Are you Benny six one? I'm six one. And then oh, okay. if you ask, Let me ask my wife, how wife, how wife you, I... yeah, if you ask <laughs> Alex's wife, I'm like five nine. Well, <laughs> it's it's a thing. My brother's six three. Jake, yeah, six three. Alex, you six three, six four.
2: you six four. you just established this.
1: Nah. Is Jake taller yeah, than you or are you taller fun. than Jake? Yeah, I'm taller than Jake. All right, well that ginger nut. Yeah. Um <laughs> we're gonna go downhill quick. Um <laughs> back to the yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo still breaking records. Um, that'll probably be his last three goals of the season. No one is for him this year. Um and then you know, I got all pumped up about Man United over the weekend with Cristiano Ronaldo. Is that Tottenham? Yeah, um, yeah. what happened? Today, what happened in the Champions League? The worst refereeing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was pretty Fletcher. me. Fletcher got booked. The assistant coach got the technical manager, got booked. That's how bad the refereeing was. Um, he didn't add on any stoppage time to the stoppage time. So, like, stoppage time, the players were flopping around. In fairness, Diego Simeone played it perfectly, made like three subs in stoppage time. Well played. Um, And basically any and every call that could have gone the other way did. And it wasn't like to the point that you're like, oh, questionable. It's like, is this guy on the payroll for the for someone? It was just bad. Alex, what were your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean, to me, it was more, you know, just sort of the play. I mean, yeah, the refereeing is terrible, but I think a Manchester United of a few years past would have overcome. In the 89th minute. Yeah. yeah. And it just, I think the, it's terrible to kind of keep going back to the past like this. But, you know, you go, you listen to like the people from the class in 92 and like things like that. They said that they always had a belief that they were going to win a game. I don't think that the current Manchester United squad has that feeling. I don't think that they think that they're going to win a game. I think that they are nervous at all times I think Ronaldo thinks that he could probably win the game for everybody, but he's alone. Um, Yeah. But he's alone in that thought. Um, So that's why, and that's why I think you're, you're honestly staring down another trophy list season, you know? Yeah. Um, (laughs) 61. Phenomenal comment.
1: (laughs) Right. sure. (laughs) Easy. Um, Mom, I'm sorry for making fun of my brother. Yeah. United so Steve United had 61% of the ball. Okay? And on top of that, they had 573 passes completed compared to Atletico's 389. So like 200 more passes in a game than Atletico. They were like that in control of the game. They just couldn't get it done in the final third. They could not capitalize. Sounds like a common theme for this United side. It does. And honestly, <laughs> it's because of the rotating door of squads they put out there. Like, you can't keep changing your lineups and expect to get consistent results. Harry Maguire keeps getting the short end of the stick, but they take him out every other game. And granted, he's a center back, but, like, you can't expect him to be in good form. He scored an unlucky own goal over the weekend. Um, You can't expect him to be in form when you just change him consistently. So, like, to your point, the class of 92 is breathing down everyone's neck in the press. So, like, even like Marcus Rashford isn't finding form. The only players that have really done anything this year, Jaden Sancho is kind of finding his way, um, starting to earn mm-hmm. his keep. And then Ronaldo is hit or miss. The rest have been yeah. like, who are you going to get today? Um, it would have been something, though. It, it, you know, should have, would have, could have. Had they f- figured out a way to finish that game, it would have been a good momentum swing for United, but it ain't happening. Yeah. Be, I would be shocked if they walk out of this weekend with one point at yeah. one point.
2: I just think, I mean, Alex kind of talked about it, but the, the side seems kind of like an emotionally uh, frail team where if you have any sort of upswing in form or anything like that, that the smallest thing that happens will just do, like, just bring that all crashing back down. It doesn't seem like they have the,
1: the Testable
2: fortitude, the, yeah. Yeah. The tenacity, the, uh, yeah, the determination to, uh, the
0: stamina and motivation to continue, like, like keep chucking on. Um, I mean, here it is. De- David De Gea, after the game, said that uh, Man United are far away, quote, far away from challenging in the Premier League and the Champions League. He's not wrong, but that's your mentality. Yeah. We're far away from being close
1: to anything. Bro, they finished with one Mata on the field. <laughs> why? Why are you? Dang, he got in- some minutes? Yeah. That's kind of hype. Why are you playing Juan Mata? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. You, mm-hmm. you didn't have anyone else? Like, Jesse Lingard wasn't around? Right. I don't know, man. I, it's all. It's just, the, I
2: think, I I draw it all back to the substitute. Well, no. That's because it looks like the problems were kind of below
1: or before that. But the substitute teacher is not helping at all. No. Yeah. It's like Anthony Alanga has mm-hmm. been it's like one of Ragnick's favorites. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's a two-year substitute teacher thing and yeah, it's like yeah. the substitute is a favorite in a 19-year-old that looks yeah. out of his league. It's yeah. like
2: yeah, he's it's like you have this guy who knows he's going to be here for until the end of the season. The players know that he's going to be there until the end of the season. So it's like how much how much how much seniority or how much respect does he actually command in the dressing room when the players know that he's only here for a couple more months. Like everyone knows, everyone can see the finish line. Everyone knows what's going to happen. He's not going to be there. However, when he goes under this two-year consultancy position, like he can maybe have some influence on the next coach and just say like, hey, like this is what I saw from these players. This is what I liked. This is what I didn't like. But I, I there's just, there's no plan. There's no plan and I think that the the power swings in the dressing room are really what's throwing are, are throwing things off. The egos and that's another thing too is like how do you manage some of those egos if you if you've if you know that you're not you're you know that you are a short term patch. It's like how do you command and, and like bring about rules and enforce like discipline and things like that when you are only there for a little bit?
1: Right, and but everyone how, knows best except yeah, for the
2: how court. how did, how do you command respect? Like, yeah, you're the boss. And I know you're the boss if I'm a player. But, like, at the same time, like, you're, like your expiration date is clearly printed for everyone to see. Like, right? we know you're not going to – I don't know. It's a weird – it's a weird demographic. No, you're right. You know?
1: You're right. It's it's a problem. And I think ultimately until United – like, just stick with the lineup, man. Just stick with the lineups. First off, Diego Dalla is – is terrible. Juan Bisaka is unreal. And then Alex Tellez, same concept. Luke Shaw is better than him. Play your best 11 (laughs) and let them play and let them find their form. And I think you do that, you might finish in the top four, but they're going to be lucky to finish in Europe. And I don't know if Ragnick's just there to be the fall guy while they figure this out. Um, But there have been some coaches connected, and if they are truly ready to go, pull the trigger right now. Just do it yeah. now and get it over with. As a United fan, it's so frustrating seeing this guy. I don't know, man. I don't know how else to describe it. It's, it's just terrible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean you're you talking about like blowing up the blowing up the club, essentially. There's talks, real talks, about uh blowing up the stadium. Uh just oh, I did getting that, rid yeah. of old Trafford. What is it? Uh, 92 years old or something. Uh maybe more. And rip just
1: building a new one what are your
2: thoughts on that what are your thoughts rip. on
1: rip what's that mean i don't i don't know r.i.p okay. the club's the club's done if you do that like you've you've just destroyed the history of it it's not like there's bad seats at old trafford like are they yeah, trying to the, move the it game, away the, from that he had it's like been what? it's
2: been pretty well known that the the stadium of old trafford is is head and shoulders behind a lot of the stadiums that are, they're building now in terms right. of like the facilities like there's like the the water drainage system is not well. I've heard there's rumors of like rats running around. Like,
1: yeah, it's most of Manchester. Um, the I, it's like Fenway Park. It's dated. Man. It's dated, dude. Fenway Park. Not to go to baseball, but Fenway Park has seats that you can't see the field from. People pay money to go. What's old those Trafford seats. seat? What's old Trafford seat capacity? I don't know. It's got to be up there. But you're, you're going to build a. um but they Want to get bigger too, so how do you do that? Do you make a new stadium? You or don't, do you, you
0: win some you trophies. Add? No, you'll leave it where it is. Fill it. Trafford is at
1: 76,000. 76,000. I heard big. Not big. London stadium, stadium is
0: 80, is 80. right? Yeah. Eddie has 55, 56.
1: I wouldn't, I'd fill it. I'd fill it. I'd fill it. There, there must be some structural concerns that I'm just not right. truly aware of, but like it's. it's, it's
2: You should look into it. It's interesting. I wish I had information
1: right here, but there's too much history. And I mean, I remember when they pulled down the towers at uh, old Wembley, right? Like that was a lot of uh, animosity around that. I mean, I was younger when it happened and I had the fortune to go to old Wembley, but like at the same time, like what they built in turn was, was pretty cool. But England's kind of not got that same, I don't know, history as old Trafford does. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't. And there's want a that. lot of logistics with with
2: the w- w- the idea of of building uh, a new old tra- like a new old Trafford. Like with 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 Tottenham, I mean they had Wemble- they had no. They, I'm saying with Wemble- with Tottenham, you had when they were building White Hart Lane, they could play at Wembley because you had another stadium available in 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 London. In Manchester, there's nothing in the in the in the northwest that's open to that kind of capacity that they could play in while Old
1: Trafford was being. Oh, there is. It's just the Etihad. (laughs) Okay, you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah, but that's the whole point. Like, I don't know. I'm sure they could figure it out, but like, I don't know. Like, I don't love it personally. I I think football is a game of traditions, and I know that a lot of teams are having to modernize. And I'm sure the White Hart fans, fans over at Tottenham, are thinking the same thing. But like, yeah, I I don't know. Newcastle is more sort of a
0: A similar situation where, of course, you know, we have this money and now everybody's like, "Okay, well, we can we know that there is the fan demand to go to these games and everything. But it's been a it's been an issue even under Mike Ashley is like one of our stands is a listed building. Uh, So. We like it's a historical building like we can't knock it down, we can't build Mm -hmm. on top of it so you can only really build around three sides and even that gets a little funky with how you do it because the one side i mean i don't know if you guys you know the joke of of newcastle away you know like you're up in the heavens like looking down on that stadium like you get a workout going up the steps uh so there's a, a discussion underway i guess about you know whether or not to to basically leave st james's park you know maybe build behind it or something like that but you know, it's an emotional attachment, I guess, to, to the stadium as much as anything. You know, same with Old Trafford. I mean, that's where everything happened. Um, who's it that now plays in the London Stadium? West Ham? Yeah. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I you know, there wasn't like amazing that I know of, amazing European nights that happened at their old stadium, but I'm sure it's different. The boiling mean, Yeah. I still you know see things online about how people complain about the london stadium because you're just not close to the action yeah um,
2: that's pretty crazy if you look at some of those seats like that are yeah. close to the close to as close to the action as you can get the space between yeah that and like pitches it's pretty crazy. it's just
0: it's it's not up to par like you were talking about like modern stadiums and things like that mm-hmm. like you know, you see some of these places in, especially in like Spain or South America or whatever. And like the steps are like so steep because they can get so many people in like looking mm. down upon, on the field. And it f- almost feels like they're right there on top of you. Like that's an intimidation factor for, you know, for a home club to be able to have behind them. Mm. Um, and when your fans are just out in the distance, like it's, it's. it's I like the great.
1: walkability of old Trafford. Hmm like I feel like you can get to old Trafford from downtown Manchester by foot. And a lot of these older stadiums have this appeal of like, all right, you're right in the middle of everything. When you start making them these like destinations, you kind of take away that, uh, that experience. Yeah,
0: I can see that. I mean, I think what they're talking about with old Trafford is though, is I mean, they're talking about a lot of things, but I think they're talking about building them fairly close to where it is
1: now, you know? Um, I should just replace it overnight and see if I notice. Same spot, same I location. Think, one yeah. night. Hang on. Do <laughs> we'll the just... door over there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It'd be like giant stadium. Yeah. <laughs> they just built it in the parking lot. Um, Chelsea in well, let's, talk, let's talk about
1: let's talk about Chelsea. Yo, yeah. Thomas Tuchel is handling this like an absolute legend. Right. I mean, Chelsea are lucky to have him. Yeah. Lampy would have been like, bye. <laughs> right. It would have been bye, like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um,
0: Chelsea, although I don't know if you guys saw what happened with the FA Cup. So they, because they're not allowed to sell tickets anymore. We've talked about this, right? Roman Abramovich has been sanctioned. or did we, That hadn't happened by the time we talked last time, right? No,
1: we were talking about what ifs. Okay.
0: So what if happened? Roman Abramovich has been sanctioned by the British government Uh, meaning that Chelsea's has a new operating license that's basically handled by the UK government right now. Uh, They are not allowed to buy any players, sell any players, buy any uh, or sell any match tickets, uh, both home and away. Or jerseys. Um, Yeah, or jerseys. Um, If you have a ticket right now, like a season ticket or whatever, like you can go to that game because you've already purchased it, but there could be no more. Um, I believe you can buy drinks at the stadium. Yeah.
1: Um, Sessions is the only thing they're able to sell right now. Right. Uh, so anyway,
0: Chelsea, uh, they have an FA Cup tie coming up against Middlesbrough. And they asked for they asked the FA to have it played behind closed doors. It's at Middlesbrough. Because it wouldn't be fair because they can't sell tickets. So why should Middlesbrough? And <laughs> Middlesbrough put out a statement that was like,
1: no. What <laughs> in the ludicrous actual. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Chelsea has withdrawn that request.
1: After yeah. I saw being that. Named it. One, <laughs> one of the other things that was pretty interesting is that Chelsea FC can only spend 20,000 pounds on right. away games. Yeah. Um, and the average domestic away game, they spend on average, I think it was 30,000 pounds. So isn't that ridiculous? Like, I, I guess. Like you kind of have to think about that
0: with hotels and all that kind of stuff for all the staff and so everything.
1: But me and my Facebook troll friends, um, got into it because I was like, you, you figure it out. Cause they're like, Oh, they might as well just withdraw from the premier league. I was like, they're playing in Lille. Like you can get on the Eurostar and go there in four hours and 20 grand. You're fine. They like, just drive. Yeah. <laughs> get on a bus. It's four hours away. It's not like they, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw, um, uh... Tommy Two chains he was like it was coming up for the uh, for the Champions League game and he was like, yeah when I was a young guy and somebody would have said uh, you're gonna be standing on the sidelines coaching on a Champions League game he would be like okay how do I get when do I need to be there I will be there doesn't matter how I get there So he was talking to like all the 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 press and everything he was like, if we can't take a bus well maybe we'll take a train if we can't take a train, I got a seven-seater van. <laughs> We're driving over. Like, I'm going to make it there. And that's, like, the mentality that's – It Dude, honestly might actually, like – It's suiting him.
1: Yeah, it might. Because it's
0: just be good it, for Chelsea.
1: You're not talking about the players. You're not talking about their form. You're not talking about, like, Lukaku's mad at Pulisic. You're not talking about who Tuchel's angry at. Yeah. It's all about something else with the club. Yeah, so all they got to do is show up and play, and it looks yeah. like a victory. Yeah. Kawhi interesting Santel. take on, uh, he did. You see that? Yeah. You sent it to me.
2: Yeah. That, that take on, um, he's not like, he feels bad for Tuchel as like a fellow, like professional, like, you know, a fellow coach in the game, like what you have to, you have very un, un abnormal circumstances that are, uh, well and beyond outside your control. However, uh, he doesn't think that it's completely, uh, wrong of the of the sanctions or like the actions because perhaps the Premier League should be looking more into who's funding the clubs in in that league spoken like someone that needs to be bought out um but it's an the, interesting take because, it is I mean Roman Abramovich you know they're reviewing or I don't know is the same clear me up on this one if you know it sanctions in place due to suspicions on connections with Putin or is it fact?
0: Uh, The the UK government says that Putin's company, uh, which is like a steel manufacturing company, uh, provided the steel that made the tanks for the Russian army. Other way around. Uh, Abramovich. You know what I meant. Abramovich's
1: (laughs) company feeds um, Putin's army. Right. Um, And then when you think about the sanctions, the sanctions weren't on a on Chelsea, they're all no, on all of his remnants. foreign assets. So they froze everything. It just right. so happens to be Chelsea is a major right. component of that. Um, yeah. So, my I, first thoughts,
2: I, or go ahead, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, and I, as a Man United fan, I'm completely rooting on a 45 point deduction from Chelsea. Um, <laughs> anything else the government wants to throw at him, so United finish in Europe would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> um, but Tuchel's performance has just been incredible with everything going on.
2: But my, my first looks at uh or my first idea where my head first went when I read that uh, the Premier League should be looking more into running the club was
0: I was looking at Newcastle a little bit. Well, I'm not gonna Don't lie. Do <laughs> Don't do it. Don't be that guy. Uh, be how that can you not be that guy? This is a debate uh, that's like exploded. Everyone's like, Oh, well, you know, Chelsea's guy, he you know, he's off doing a war or whatever. And Oh, so Newcastle is bad. Well, the Newcastle owners passed past the whatever standards guess, test. Guess, so, right, and no. Chelsea, <laughs> there's a Saudi that wants to invest in Chelsea. Now. I know. Right, I That's saw that too. I saw that He's not connected as well. to the government. Okay, but what are you going to do? What are you, you going to just? It's just gonna, an interesting. You're going to take, gonna take the clock. Newcastle guy. You're going to take Newcastle's ownership away. I'm not saying we talked. We talked about
2: whether or not. You know, we talked about like the the takeover with Newcastle, but it's interesting hearing Klopp saying, you know, this is happening to Chelsea because the owner of Chelsea, you know, has hands in these cookie jars. It's better. Perhaps the Premier League should be looking more into the people who own the club, which almost like to me was like, hmm, like.
1: Here's a question for you, Steve. That trophy that you didn't call us for to go see what was yeah, the, the base the, made of? The, the, the Premier of? League trophy. What malachite. was the base made of? It's made of malachite. Where's that from? It's from Africa. Do you know the conditions it was made in? You are distorting my argument here. I'm not. I'm saying <laughs> slippery slope arguments are dangerous, and like, you, it's it's. We're talking about owners of clubs here. It's not. It's not about that though. It's about a brand. You're what right, a brand this is clubs. It's a, what brand stands for. The Premier League is a deciding factor on it. They could step in. Um,
2: I'm not it, saying I'm, anything about... Where do you draw we, the line? Me personally or the Premier
1: League? You personally. Should where the should the Premier League?
2: That would... I'd have to... We'd have to talk about that for a while because I don't have a line... I don't have a line drawn myself. It's just interesting hearing Klopp say that when it sounds... Because, like, the Premier League is actually acting against... Putin, sorry... Abramovich yeah. and Chelsea now I just saw parallels with that with what he was saying with that to what had happened recently with Newcastle I saw parallels in that and you're right the, prim- the Newcastle did pass Premier League's uh criteria right as to, to be deemed and- eligible to like own a club whatever whatever but like Klopp was just kind of revisiting maybe we should look at the criteria again as to like who are the people that are right. in charge of these things and I just fairness- thought that that itself is interesting to address in,
1: in fairness though the premier league didn't do anything about it premier league had nothing to do with it the uk government so, which one we're we talking it. about oh right, right 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 so then it's like okay they didn't even make the decision so really the premier league didn't touch it with a stick and maybe that's for the best um one of the things that cracks me up is chelsea have been told to take their sponsors off their kit and they're just refusing to do it so like, i saw something i saw that three had had ditched they have. but they're still on the on the shirts yes. the kit man's like i'm not printing more <laughs> i think they did I mean, it for one more
0: game right yeah like, it I just know, one more, that's it no i think Supposedly. they did it like like three made the decision at say noon and the game was at three
1: Oh. Uh, it was like too, was like too short
2: like, to notice basically is what you're telling yeah.
1: me yeah yeah i yeah we'll that.
0: take the fine
1: <laughs> <laughs> the kit man's in the back like with an iron like just trying yeah. to
0: like, steam them off or something
1: <laughs> yeah. i do think there's an interesting dialogue for a much different day and on a much different platform of where politics fits into sports because it's very rare that politics comes into sports this way. Like even in the Olympics, you have Olympics taking place as not Russia. Like the Paralympics, for instance, have a Russian team that just can't participate as Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, FIFA have stepped in and said, "Okay, Russia can't play because these countries aren't going to play." And now the UK government stepping in. So, like if the UK government all of a sudden falls out of favor with the Saudi Arabian government, do you then have that same concern with clubs like? newcastle and everything like that so Mm -hmm. i am interested in exploring where that line is because i couldn't think of a time it's been done before
2: yeah i yeah like i said i don't i myself don't have a line but i'd be interested in how where the premier league's line is drawn i would like it'd be interesting to hear more about or learn more about how they came to drawing the line in this position you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and where certain situations, i.e. Chelsea, i.e. Newcastle, how they on each side of the line. Well, I guess we like you said, it was the UK government, not necessarily the Premier League, who did the sanctions. So the Premier League would just kind of sit in sidelines while that was all happening.
0: I think realistically, if we're talking, if we're being honest, the Premier League draws the line at where they're gonna make money. Saudi Arabia. Nah. Saudi <laughs> Arabia is gonna open up a market for them, potentially in the Middle East maybe they they turn a blind eye to certain things so in realistically the the saudi money is behind newcastle but the face of the ownership is two british people
1: so i can't tell you the amount of money involved in this but one of the most interesting dynamics is if this chelsea mess continues into the summer yeah they have 24 players out on loan yeah and they cannot buy, sell, or trade players, right? So when those 24 players come back on the payroll, yeah. they could find themselves, I think it was like by the end of the summer, um, in administration because of the finances of the club. And I don't think the UK government's going to let that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus a sale could be long done you know, before that time. But yeah.
2: uh, I would have yeah. to imagine it will be done.
1: Yeah, but whoever, yeah, whoever who knows? Is, yeah, who knows? walks into a club with twenty-four players on loan. <laughs> That's kind of crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: but kind of to be expected. I feel like in this day and age, would you know you got to figure so many of them are, are younger players as well. You know, like maybe you just say, "Hey, all twenty-four of those younger players, we're offering you to the clubs that you were loaned out to. You're, right, your first first come first serve to them." And you know maybe seventy five percent of them say yeah. So
1: then you've got you know maybe five six players that you got to figure out. So I got fifty bucks, Alex. If we want to throw in on buying Chelsea, I'm just saying like that's a good business plan. (laughs) I got another fifty, Steve. Twenty five. Yeah, I could probably
2: find. I could probably find.
1: (laughs) Scrape up a couple here and there. Yeah, I could take it out of the beer fund. (laughs) (laughs) The um, did you guys see Peter Check's glasses this weekend? No glasses? No, I did not. Yeah, you guys you should look photo? up Peter Check from this weekend. Um, first off, Peter Check is like the business administrator for Chelsea right now. He's like the talent. In, he's the face of Chelsea right now without uh, Abramovich. So all of a sudden, Peter Check is a lot of work to do. Um, <laughs> but it, he looks the part with the glasses he's got on. He's trying to dress like he's a hip kid and not hit his head a couple times on a post. Um, any luck? <laughs> too far all right thanks thanks sir. Thanks, sir. was he uh
0: was he wearing his his hat
1: they're, they're quite no he wasn't nor was he wearing a helmet like i said his hat <laughs> said. oh jeez yeah. that hat yeah well yeah. yeah i'm not going down that i'm not yeah. following that one yeah. um peter check yeah. like i was saying um bit of a legend but uh i don't know if you're able to find it or not but ultimately his job just changed dramatically with this, this uh, undoing, if you will. But please tell me you found this picture because I'm just rambling at this point. So those of you listening, yep, there he is. Those aren't the glasses he was wearing. Wow, he, he goes, goes from, middle. He goes yeah, from, from identifiable right Peter to like... Yo, it's Clark Kent. He is the Superman <laughs> of football. <laughs> he looks like he's wearing goggles.
2: You know who he looks like? He looks like Ralph Fiennes, like the guy who plays more the actor with those glasses on.
1: <laughs> just... Could not take him seriously. Did you say Ralph uh, Is that his?
2: Is that it's like F I N N E S, some of that? That's Voldemort. Yeah, yeah, but look at those other photos. Like when he's dressed.
1: Are up you today. saying he looks like Voldemort? No, put gla- <laughs> I'm
2: saying put glasses on.
1: Peter Check is Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. Slippery slope all day. He- yeah. oh, I see it. Yeah. He's even got a couple marks on his head from diving into posts. No? All right. And, uh, I'm just gonna go on mute for like 20 minutes. Let me know yeah, you Just mute yourself.
2: Oh shoot, I gotta think of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you do.
2: Um. Uh, anyway.
0: Anyway, let's move quickly over to oh, Scotland. So uh, Peter Check. Oh, well, no, I'm, go I'm, ahead. I'm, no, Peter Check and his glasses. I think I we can safely Czech come back to Scotland. life alert
1: person of the week. Um, uh, but instead, uh, <laughs> sorry to put you on the spot, Alex. <laughs> So we'll come back to life. How's it. that for a tease? Life alert person of the <laughs> week, uh, coming into a podcast near you soon, yeah, uh, in like four or five minutes. Uh, and now we're going to abruptly and uncomfortably change the Scottish Premiership. So, Steve, yeah. uh, Celtic Rangers and mm-hmm. their version of the FA Cup.
2: Um, yeah, so there's a we have a couple of old friends. So, there's three what is it, match? There's three,
1: three teams, three
2: games in the premiership. Nope. Three, I think there's three matches left in the premiership. Uh, the season is quickly coming to a close already. Um, which I was surprised by,
0: I shouldn't have been, but I was.
2: Yeah, the premiership starts early. I forget what the date is, but it starts well. Early. I mean, the, how many games in the Premier League? 38, is that right?
1: Yeah, yes,
2: yeah. The premiership is 33, so five games less, plus the season starts early. Uh, results in a, a season ending by like what middle of April. So right. um, anyway, three games left in the season and second to last game of the season is against Rangers. Um, remember how I was saying a whole firm uh, February 2nd was the biggest, game, <laughs> the biggest <laughs> game ever. Well, yeah, I'm pretty, sure it's I getting bigger. I pretty, I'm pretty sure I said at some point until the next old firm. Yeah. Well, we're here. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the next old firm is quickly uh, going to be quickly upon us. I think it's April second let me take a look at the fixtures here uh yeah april 3rd sorry april 3rd but this one's at ibrox so that will be uh we play ross county next on the 19th international break and then we have april 3rd um against rangers uh and the last game of the season is uh saint johnstone uh this will be i mean with the table looking the way it is, I mean, we are still uh three points clear. Uh even on games played at 30 games played, Celtic at 73 points, Rangers at 70 points, uh Hearts third place at 50 points, so it's a two-horse race here in Scotland. Um this one on April 3rd will really be all to play for. I mean, if the results keep if this next match for both Celtic and Rangers goes I, as we can, I think, safely assume, perhaps two wins. Um, we still stay on on thirty points when we get to think of this as a, as an end of the season. We get to we get to we. They, both teams win the next game. We get to Old Firm. If for whatever reason Rangers win, and then bring this even on th- that would be then seventy six points this would literally come down to that end the last game of the season as to who wins the premiership this year. That would be, that would be something. I don't want it to come down to that, but that would surely be something. Um Also, there is another old firm uh later, which is uh, considerably later. Uh This one is not considerably. I take that back. I thought it was later than that. Uh April 16th. Uh, the semifinal, they had the draws uh, again uh, for the semifinals, of the Scottish FA Cup, and Rangers again uh, with Celtic drawn, and then Hearts
0: will be playing
2: Mother, no, Hibbs. Yeah, Hibs. it's
0: a what is it? All Glasgow and an all Edinburgh
2: clash. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a good. So I mean, we're potentially on for we are currently on course for a treble. Uh, if we can, if we can beat Rangers on the sixteenth. Um, I would feel comfortable uh, or confident that we could beat either Hibs or Hearts in the final uh, at Hampton. Uh, So that's two trophies. And then if we can hold them off from now until the end of the season, these last three games, that's three trophies in the very first season under Anj Pasikoglu, which in terms of, I think honestly coming kind of thinking about like we talk about United we talk about Ben's thoughts on United, our thoughts, and all that, and like you know, on how things change and how our gripes about all these things. In terms of a rebuilding, this is what you want to see, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, we had such a tumultuous season last year. Ten a row went completely up in flames. The amounts of 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 humiliation that went into that. The whole Neil Lennon. Fiasco okay. about him staying on way too long. The Dubai, you guys remember talk about Dubai yeah. during the pandemic? Yeah, dude, Eddie Howe, yeah, Eddie dude, Eddie like Howe and all that. Like <laughs> this, the amount of things that went wrong, all of them went wrong, and more things went wrong. And then it was just like we were talking about everywhere you looked at. When it, anybody who's talking about rebuilding a Celtic was talking about this is going to take years to do. I still think it will truly still take years to do. But for the first year under a new board and then a new manager the turnaround has been so much more than expected
1: what I'm hearing is the key to success is to change your website to Japanese (laughs) exactly that's the way to go I'll be interested in seeing if Celtic win a treble this year if they can do anything nearly the same next year with the same people I honestly think, I mean, you've got a few people
2: like Maia who had no break coming in. Uh he went straight from Japan, finished the season, no offseason, went straight to the season with Celtic. He hasn't had any time to rest. Um I, I think a few of these players are in a similar boat where they haven't had time to rest with the transfers and the misalignment of of, of uh seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I think a good season's worth of rest. Um I don't see how anything like that hurts us. Honestly, okay. we hold on to the players that are important. We signed, uh, nailed down a few more contracts, trim a little bit. But I think we have signed uh, a lot of the business that was done this season in in reinforcement. Not even
1: reinforcements, just like a whole new. It's
2: basically like half of a whole new squad.
1: So when They're Newcastle do it, it's not a pro; it's a problem. But when Celtic do it, it's ethical and okay. You guys are like it's, where, it's where the funds it's where the funds it's, are coming yeah, from, my guy. Brand new, PIF,
2: the PIF, the private investment fund. What are you,
0: Ralph Ralph Hassan Hoodle.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't even know who the owners so of Celtic are right now to say He's that so authentically, but I'm going to say that's dirty money. <laughs> <laughs> I dirty should know, money. I should know more
2: about where that money comes from. The Outback. And, and next episode, money. next episode, I will.
1: All right, <laughs> that'll be good. Where are they now, uh, Money Edition? Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Real quickly, where where might they be?
0: Uh, Celtic and other clubs uh, I saw uh, could be returning to those summer sort of tournaments and things like that. Mm. Uh, going on trips, you know, elsewhere in the world. Uh, good way to make money. So yeah, did you see?
2: Yeah. I saw. I don't know if it's been confirmed, but I saw rumors of the that tour going out outside of Australia and then going to Japan next. That would make total. Uh, sense that would make total. Sense sense. Of their which, which would be which would be an additional. I believe Australia was going to earn two to three mil, and then Japan would earn projected to be four.
1: Hey, I'm interested in your research, Steve. If they compare anything to what United did with Park G Sung, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. The right are, from the business. Uh, I don't, lens? Yeah, I don't
2: know anything about those numbers.
1: No, but I'm sure when you have a look and you start looking at where that money's going and what they're doing this for, it'll it'll tie to something like that. Cause United ended up in Korea for like an entire summer <laughs> and then did like a whole Asia tour as a result of literally just the jersey sales off of Parchis sons yeah. back. Yeah. I incredible. mean alone.
2: I mean United alone at that time and I mean they still are they're, I mean they're a global brand.
1: Right. United. Um I mean Celtic are up there with brand recognition. Yeah, I was about to
2: say I agree with you, they're not in the same caliber. But name but one
1: green soccer
2: team. <laughs> I thought Shamrock Rovers in Ireland. Celtic,
1: right? <laughs> Celtic so- yeah, the Oh, yeah. Besides Celtic. Teams. Yeah,
2: besides Celtic, of course. <laughs> Panathiakos?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Wolfsburg. Strange. All three of those clubs have a clover in it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shocking.
2: Greece, Ireland, Scotland. They're all all three of those green teams had
1: speaking of green. Alex, did you not get the memo? It's St. Patrick's Day this week. Can you wear green? Come I'm on, brush. To be fair, oh. that could be argued as green, and I—you could sell that to me as green. My
2: wife's
0: Irish. What do you need? <laughs> A passport. <She> it. <laughs> All right, Ben. Are we ready? Where are they now? Oh God, Ben. Yeah, I'm not queued up. Yeah. Wait, ready. is Ben doing it? or Am I doing it? No, no. Where oh. are they now? Life alert person of, Life... of the week. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was that's like, that's another wow. tease for you. For those of you, I'm new to the business.
1: fallen and
0: I can get up. <laughs> we're
2: sending help immediately
1: mrs fletcher see <laughs> protect yourself with life
2: call and- i've never heard the fun. i've never protect, heard
1: the yourself. Edition. <laughs> protect yourself with life ball all right i'm not going to pronounce names it was peter check in his awful glasses um <laughs> the life alert person of the week was replaced by possibly you know pause it go back go back go yeah back, go wait back. what's happening here pause it close your eyes avert your eyes steve <sighs> All right. Steve, have you, you not seen this yet? No, I have no idea what we're talking about. Alex, first, can you watching. it bigger? That's what you said. Yes, get in. All right. First off, look at the cheeky are we in, little Are nibble. we in Thailand? Uh, yes. Sure. The cheeky little nibble by the blue guy. Cheeky. We got blue guys blue. against red guys. That's the kind of commentary you're getting here. So you got a blue guy and a red guy. Uh, Red guy one lays the ball off to red guy two. And we're in action. Okay. Okay. Nice the ball. little cheeky nibble here on his heels. Ready? Oh. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, have that. Okay, I saw that. Yeah, I saw it. Yep, ready? In the night Bop. <laughs> Whoa, was that a shoulder? No, that, that was, was a, a fist. It was a flying fist of fury. It was Ooh, an elbow. Look at this. It just... a Muay Thai elbow. Was it? Do, 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 do. Watch this. Bop. Oh! 27 stitches. One more time.
2: Bop. Wait, is it? You... Fact?
1: Yes. Uh, I mean, reported. Oh. I wasn't there. Oh. I did not do oh. the stitches. How many angles Yo. can you get of this? Yo, that's a good shot. All right. In fairness, he was immediately fired and then went straight into street fighting. Um,
2: oh, I thought I thought he actually got his contract terminated, but you're he
1: did get a contract terminated. That is did that really? is fact. Yeah. yeah so this was a third division fairness. match
0: in Thailand between Bangkok FC. Well, it wasn't Bangkok. It was Bang Face and North Bangkok University. Um, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, struck the opposing player. Just below his right eye with a sickening Muay Thai elbow,
1: according to Fan Nation football. I'm just saying, you know how many times I've clipped people like that and not been <laughs> hit in the face? Like that's such a like typical little like I'm frustrated but you stick dude. and nibble at your heel. That elbow was insane. Yeah, that, that nearly killed him. Like that was an absolute haymaker of an elbow. 27 stitches, contract terminated. Um, life alert person of the week, the guy on the ground, there's consequences to your action, son. Um
0: do we Stay feel like sleep. we should
1: watch it again? Yeah, at least
0: chat,
2: just chat, by... chat shit, get elbowed. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I was like, "How does this no no responses?" Okay,
1: <laughs> here's a little clip. Ready? Boop.
2: Damn.
1: He didn't even hit him that hard. He's,
2: point, he's pointing at the. He's...
0: <laughs> I like how the linesman is like. Uh... Damn, Flag. dude.
2: And nobody, I mean, that other guy came up. That other guy in the blue comes running up. Like, nobody, nobody goes. It's funny. Nobody goes to fight and push him because they're like, I don't want that elbow. Yeah, I'm not
1: fighting him. Look at,
2: look at <laughs> nobody hit him, bro.
1: Bop. Yo, is that guy's name Fu Tran? Yeah. Yeah. I'm buying Fu Tran's jersey. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Wow. That's a crazy. I heard. Heard Mrs. Roy Fletcher King. might not have gotten
0: up from that one. Yo, I yeah, heard Roy
1: Keane was... thought that should have been a yellow. I'm just saying. No way. I VAR check yeah. in the in the Newcastle game. Would have Speaking of a, VAR,
0: that looked elbow. a lot like Kai Havertz.
1: Dude, I I don't know. Wait, I don't God. think that was a red. I don't think that was a red, Alex. I'm not even humoring. I'm not even humoring what's no that? we're not talking yeah. about that life alert is done this is about a oh. tackle kai havertz put in on uh on oh, it wasn't even a tackle It's like Ben. shut up the he header the face no okay <laughs> and honestly this still frame should tell it all steve i don't know if you saw this or not alex is going to pull us up yeah. just like based on everything in this the only thing you need to know is like a goal kick it was a long ball free kick offsides or goal kick Long ball and this is how uh kyle ha- is it kyle or kai kai
2: K- Kai Havertz came K-I- in. I- Kai.
1: Yeah, split him open. Uh, oh, stitches. That that picture doesn't even do it any good. Yeah,
2: I mean it's difficult. I mean I can imagine Did the, what the, elbow the shot was. from the
1: front. Let's see. So like, it wasn't a straight up. Te- it wasn't a straight up jump. He came okay. in from the, like a running from the side. Okay. Um,
2: was it? What was the? What was the decision on it?
1: Yellow, yellow. Um, but the challenge the was it was a red, in VAR, so VAR confirmed the, yellow. But right. they, the refs, so the ref in the Chelsea game, Chelsea-Newcastle, had two chances to go, there should have been a PK, hands down should have been a PK for Newcastle, mm-hmm. in like, I don't know, the 75th minute, yeah. and then there was this. His arm almost looks like a feet, like a video game. You know, like the oh, arm gets like
2: glitched into like
0: a weird position yeah. where it's not supposed to be dislocated. It's attached to his forehead. Yeah. I wish we could show the video because Kai Havertz's left arm came from down like towards right. his hip. This makes it look better than it did up in Dan Burn's face. And Dan Burns,
1: I think, is six six. Right, Sheesh. Kai Havertz, like not six <laughs> six. Steve, like normal headers, right? Mm. You jump straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Average is 6'3. Like, came in like this to hit him there. Mm. So, like, average is 6'3. That's nice. I would say, though, if the ref looked at VAR and looked at it and said, you know what? He doesn't take his eye off the ball, doesn't once look back for burns, and I still think it's a yellow, I would have been okay with it. The fact he didn't look at it was a problem. Yeah. Mm. It was bad.
0: The PK uh, though, the PK was egregious. Like the PK was, it was uh, when it was nil. Well, I mean, most of the game was nil, nil, but nil, <laughs> nil. And, you know, could have really been Newcastle's chance to, to go ahead there. And uh,
1: that would have won me a lot of money just to let you know, too.
0: So. That would have changed the dynamic for the team. Cause like realistically, I think Newcastle now could probably look to try and finish where we did last season about 12th. Um, But I think if we had won that game, like we could have realistically said, let's go for a top 10 finish. Yeah. Don't don't think you can finish much
1: higher than like ninth. um, But we could have gone for a top 10 finish. I was looking at it the other day. I think I could get you guys to eighth. And that was while that game was going on. Yeah. Three points there would have gotten you to eight. So one of the things, though, right? And I think the commentators pointed this out. Steve, it was an, an open field, middle of the field, right? Not a booking. It would have been a call. The only reason they didn't call it was because it would have been a PK, not because it wasn't a foul, but it was because of like the gravity of the foul didn't match a PK. And it just did not make sense. You know what I mean? Like he, he tangled up, grabbed a Jersey, pulled him down and like middle of the field. You're like, okay, quick foul, no problem. But because it's a PK, no card should have been issued. It should have been a, a PK though. And it was just horrendous. One of the worst no calls of the season. And like you were saying, not only does that change Chelsea's trajectory, all of a sudden United think they have a top four spot. Arsenal yeah. find themselves in third place. Yeah. Like the, the gravity of that no call was so yeah huge. Yeah. All right, that's enough of that though. Hmm. No yeah. Call anyway, uh, Steve, are you ready? Yep, got it. All right.
0: Where are, when they, are they now? Hit me with it. <laughs> Clip that. Um yeah right. that's how we're <laughs> gonna introduce it now just use that audio <laughs>
2: you should let me warm up i can get you a way better one
0: all right um
2: all right so this week's where are they now they are a leo leo messi that have been actually really funny damn it <laughs>
1: um game's over <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hold on. Does he actually
1: just move along, Steve? No, he's, he's a Leo. Down. He's a
2: Leo and have at it. Have fun. Floor's open. Game started. Ding ding.
1: Is he, is he a European? Midfielder.
2: He is European.
1: Is he a midfielder?
2: He's a midfielder.
1: Do you think Brexit counted and England is not a part of Europe? Shut up. <laughs> did he play in England? I, he did. Is Is he he English? He (laughs) is. Is he a midfielder?
0: Yes. Paul Scholes? No. Sucking on toes.
1: Is he a Man United alum? (laughs) He is. Is it Nicky Butt? No. Is it David Beckham? No. Obviously name every midfielder I've ever known. Is it Roy Keane? Nope. Mm. Nani. Is he in the class in 92? Nope. Does he want a treble with Man United? Did they only win it in 99? They've won it a couple of times. I think it was like 2001. No.
2: If, if, if 2001 was the, was the most recent one. No. When did he retire? Shit. <laughs> uh, he retired in 2018.
0: From Manchester United. Uh yeah. Did you play under Mourinho then? The Ryan um, Giggs. N- no to Ben. I have to look at Alex. Is he a current manager or like a, a coach? Yeah. Is it Michael Michael Carrick? Carrick? Yeah, I he's, got in it New York. Out first. he's
1: in the, he's I in New it York. out first. <laughs> I got it out first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god. Hey, there's a. there, Steve there he is. He's, he's right, he's
1: right in New York, guys. He's right there. <laughs> oh, is he? Where right are they the now? Backyard. In case
0: you're wondering, he's right, right in the backyard. He's right in your backyard. You I'm taking the
1: W for the record. Okay. Nice. You just gotta shout names, man. That's all I was doing. I didn't even know. I don't even know Man United. I just know players that used to play for me. I never He's watched. Out here. Them.
2: He was out here. There was one kid that there was one kid that he was playing. Uh, that was he was playing small-sided games, and there was one kid that was just like his whole purpose of playing was like trying to mag Michael Carrick. <laughs> he didn't care about anything else. He was just trying <laughs> to Meg Carrick.
1: You should have paid a kid two hundred bucks to two-foot him, <laughs> go right through him. I, that wouldn't have been. That wouldn't have been. I'd rather put that money
2: into buying Chelsea.
1: Hey, did you ask him why he's not the head coach of Man United right now?
2: Mm, no. Um, I did ask him. No, I didn't ask him anything, actually. Hmm. Um, I didn't get the chance to like one-on-one speak to him,
1: but uh, it was pretty... In it was... fairness, it sounds like uh, you gave Michael Carrick the same treatment as us. I uh, didn't get a chance to talk to you when you were in town. Um... No, I waved to him, though. I didn't wave to no, him. Yeah, wanker. Uh, <laughs> no waiver i waved oh sorry got it <laughs> close both w's um trash takes but
2: yeah he, that's where he's at he's in he's in new york
1: yeah we're, we're moving along swift kickly that uh, <laughs> doesn't move on to trash takes
0: um i never did quite update whatever we got last weekend uh Gasp. i'll post that after this and this weekend
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. what do we think will happen trying to get you to the dates should we start with uh why not march 16th going all the way through to march 20th before pre-international break pre-us men's national team not making the world cup before we do the trash takes what are your guys thoughts on arsenal liverpool what's gonna happen i think it's got the big potential for an upset I think even a draw is a terrible, terrible result for Liverpool here. I, I, I agree with Ben. It's
1: game. going to be a nail, nail draw. <laughs> Liverpool are the favorites um, by quite a bit. Yeah. It's I think at it's... Anfield, right? They're both
2: undefeated, the, the right?
1: Yeah, that is yeah. probably one of the biggest games of the season, if not the biggest game of this season so far. Yeah. Uh, no, it's at the Emirates. Really? Yeah. And yeah. Liverpool are favorites? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. Just, I just think curious. we should all pick one on this game, um, and then pick our trash takes as well. But I'm gonna go ahead and say Arsenal are gonna beat them like two one.
2: I'm gonna say it's a nil nil draw.
1: All right, well then I guess I get Liverpool beating Arsenal two one.
2: Oh. Is actually how you feel, Alex? Yeah. You oh. want to call it score lines, or are you just saying they win?
1: I'm just gonna say they win. That's fair, fair enough. I'm
2: gonna say that they just draw.
1: I'm gonna say two one Arsenal. Grown <laughs> <2-1. I'm laughs> ass man. <laughs> All right. What's your trash take after that?
2: Uh, I'm glad you asked. Um, <laughs> because Villa are going to... No, they're not. No, they're not. Um, I was gonna Villa say, are going to beat Arsenal. Awesome. <laughs> right. That's not going to happen. Um, I could see Brentford beating Leicester.
1: Yep. it's a good shout.
2: Yeah, we'll go with that one.
1: I could see you t- say it brentford beats chelsea you think, ted, you think ted lasso i mean jesse marsh or stan marsh or randy marsh whatever his name randy is. marsh yeah. yo Look did that. you see Have that magic. did you see that nike
2: is going to be producing and selling the afc richmond jerseys from ted lasso who is oh, that's smart nike oh my god <laughs> With the, web, with the sponsor on it and everything, like the fake comp, I forget what the company was. It was.
1: Not anyway. surprising. Yeah, that's, um, that's going to happen. Anyway, is there I'm going to out in a say, shockingly
0: few amount of games, like before the international. Tottenham. League. Tottenham are going to beat West Ham.
1: Okay. Mm, okay. okay. Mm. Say it.
2: Say it.
0: Villa ties Arsenal.
2: Ooh. Actually, he went, he went for that one. Okay.
0: That's where I'm going with So, Ben, okay. recap us. Take us away.
1: We got Villa tying Arsenal, uh, Bruntford beating Leicester, and Tottenham beating West Ham. And then, guys, let me ask you this question, hmm. please. And I, I'm interested in both of your answers in this. How many holes are in a straw? Two. Steve? Two where do where's the other side of each of those holes on the other side the yeah. other side of the straw what are you talking about wouldn't that be one hole mm. just <laughs> blew your mind and on that note <laughs> tonight. He did, not. He
0: didn't. <laughs> he did
1: not.
0: we'll see you around next week <laughs>